Welcome to the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to create the flexibility and freedom they desire by standing boldly in their authority. I can't wait to share tips and inspiration to keep you pressing forward in your journey so you can continue to shine as the queen that you are. All right, queen, let's dive on into today's topic. Has there been a time in your life where just something seems to come from out of nowhere and just throws you off for the rest of the day, sometimes the week, and maybe even the whole month? Because you weren't even fathoming something like that to happen. And then hear that hindrance, that distraction, that obstacle that just comes up on your life's journey and just throws you a curveball. Today we're going to be talking about how important it is to just give yourself a moment to breathe Take a moment, pause, reflect, and then assess the emotions that come up when these distractions, hindrances, issues, circumstances, situations, and obstacles come up in life. Because as we are on this journey of our lives, And in the progress of our process, things are going to come up that are meant to derail or delay or even completely halt whatever we are doing and bringing the vision and purpose that is within us to fruition. Sometimes we can get so comfortable with where we are and how things are going that we don't even realize that we have settled into being on autopilot or with going through the motions or letting things flow when really we need to be preparing for the next season an elevation that God has for our lives. We also have to in turn remember that the enemy really comes at us at the end of a season and at the beginning of a season because he wants us to stay stuck, stale, and stagnant right where we are and not to proceed any further in the new season that has come about. And the reason why is because that is when we are our most vulnerable. That is when we are at at our most uncomfortableness because in order for us to grow, in order for us to proceed, in order for us to gain more traction and what has been designed and implanted in us 
we are no longer in a comfort zone. We are trusting the process and the steps that God has placed before us. And I can say I just even recently had such a reminder You know, in dealing with autoimmunity, I'm not able to go outside often, especially if it's above 65 degrees with humidity. And in living in Georgia, that's usually nine months out the year. (laughs) It's mostly summer with maybe a month of fall, a month of winter, and a month of spring. Well, I have my vehicle parked outside. I can see it from my window, but I hadn't moved it in almost two weeks. I haven't even been outside, y'all, in almost two weeks because the weather was too extreme for me to be out because I don't sweat. That's one of the symptoms and side effects of one of the autoimmune issues I deal with. And a friend of mine here locally just happened to come by yesterday to pick something up from me. And she let me know, hey, sis, your car window's broken. Now, of course, first reaction, what? (laughs) Are you kidding right now? Seriously. Now, remember I just said I can see my car from my window. But here's the other part to that. I can only see the passenger side of the car, not the driver's side of the car. So guess which window was broken? The rear window on the driver's side, which I could not see. Someone had tried to break into my car, busted the back window with the rock, and didn't take the car. Now, I'm sure you're thinking, wait, wait, what? They broke into your car but didn't take the car? Yeah, that is God's blessing. And in addition to that, there was nothing in the car for them to steal. So you would go ahead and assume to think they just did what they did for kicks and giggles. (laughs) Because they got no return from that action. Now, of course, she's telling me this on the phone. I'm here in the house and I'm listening to this. And in my mind, it's already working into the spiral of emotions that we all experience and encounter when something suddenly just bankrupts and destroys us and disrupts us from what we were doing. And so I got dressed and, you know, I wasn't presentable. I was just in my chill clothes, but presentable to go outside and assess the damage. And by the grace of God, I didn't lose my mind. I didn't cuss. I didn't act a fool. I didn't show my true colors, as some people would say. I was just like, wow, well, all right. Well, at least the car is still here. But what am I going to do about this window? And my friend said, well, do you have a trash bag to at least cover it up so that the elements don't get into the car? Because that's going to make it even worse, the damage, if it was to rain. 
or any other elements got into the vehicle. And so she helped me in putting the trash bags on and taping it down after, of course, I took all the pictures for evidence. If you're like me and watch CSI and all the cop shows, you know to take pictures for evidence. Did all that. We talked for a little bit. I came in and began the process of damage control. And that was hard to do on a Sunday because guess what? Nothing's really open on Sunday. So I had to do a Google search on how much is the average cost for replacing my car's type of window and filing the police report and calling my insurance company to see if it was covered. And of course, it's not because I have a thousand dollar deductible, <laughs> you know, I and I just had to yield at that moment and just say, OK, Amani, you've done what you can do, do for today. The rest you have to yield and surrender to God about because now that's his department, the things that we can't control. And so, of course, now a day later, I'm a little bit more at peace at it. My mind is still a little foggy. I'm not going to lie, but I'm in a better place emotionally now than I was yesterday. Because I went through the three steps that I'm about to share with you to now being okay with one, still have the vehicle. Two, I now know how much it's going to cost to prepare it. And three, I already have taken the steps necessary to get it prepared this week. What's done has been done. I've taken care of what I can take care of. And God made the provision for the rest. And so key or step number one in just being able to breathe no matter what the circumstance is to just pause. So often we go headstrong into the situation with guns blazing, emotions in overload, just reacting, just to be reacting. We haven't thought anything out. We haven't assessed anything. We haven't evaluated anything. We're just responding off the cuff based on how we're feeling at the time. But here's where we have to take caution with that. Because we are naturally emotionally led and driven people, when we react based off our emotions, we always, nine times out of ten, end up making the situation worse. We've made it bigger than it really truly is. We end up saying, thinking, and doing things we don't mean, but we go ahead and do it. And now we have to do more damage control after the fact to fix what we said, did, or thought in the midst of our emotions. But when we give ourselves permission to pause, that gives our heart, our spirit, and our mind a chance to catch up to our emotions. It gives us the opportunity to assess, wait a minute, is that really how the situation looks? Is that really how the situation sounds? Am I making it bigger than it truly is? Because you're taking a moment to pause, stop, 
and then go into the next step, which is reflect. When we take that time to pause and now reflect, we're able to go into our mental and spiritual Rolodex to think, wait a minute. Has this situation happened already before? Or is this situation similar to something I've already encountered? And if so, what was the lesson learned in those other experiences? When we take time to really go back through our thoughts and really evaluate and reflect on, okay, one, why am I feeling this way? And then two, is it necessary to be feeling this way? It gives ourselves a chance to really rev the engine down, bring all the hormones off a of high, <laughs> tone down the emotions. And really take a good look at the situation. Because when we don't do that, we are, when we're on a just high steam rolling zero to 100, we miss key things that we would normally acknowledge and see had we not been driven by our emotions. I've had similar things happen to my car before, not to the car window, but I've had car damage done to my cars previously. And so I remembered it was brought back to my attention how I responded back then and how, yeah, that's not the way to respond right now. Because I've grown and become better from those previous incidences to be able to now deal with this one in a better place and space and time. Because of the journey and the growth and the leaning into God, I have been doing more and more and more as the years have come on that now I don't go completely left and lose my ever loving mind like before. Because I have learned now to Pause, reflect, and then the final key is to assess what is in my control and what is not. Usually, we feel the whole situation's out of control. There's nothing that can be done. There's nothing we can do. It's out of our hands. How are we going to get out of the situation? Woe is me. And then we continue to just spiral down that thought process. And it ends up disrupting how we feel. It ends up shifting our view and perception of not only the present circumstance, but even what is to come. We start speculating out of our emotions how things are going to happen or we default to what might be commonly known as, oh, this always happens to me. When are things going to ever change? And we just keep spiraling down and spiraling down. And we don't know how to stop. But when we assess what's in our control and leave the rest to God's control, it brings about a different type of peace, clarity, and understanding to the issue and circumstance at hand. Like I said, yesterday is when I found out. It's a weekend. It's Sunday. What could I reasonably get done within my control at that time? 
And that was just to research, file the police report, and contact my insurance company. After that, I had to wait until today to start making phone calls to get the estimate. I just focused on what was in my control instead of focusing on what was out of my control, which is usually our default. We look at the negative instead of the positive first. We discount the small steps because we're looking at the bigger step that is needed. But when we give ourselves that opportunity to pause, reflect, and assess, it gives us the ability to really evaluate the situation, review it, and respond accordingly in a proactive way instead of a reactive way. And to have a better grace to extend ourselves, to give ourselves permission to even do those three steps. Because as we are intentional in acknowledging how we feel, we are able to more accurately assess the situation and respond in the right way possible. I know at times it might seem easier said than done, but when we really just focus on what we can do in God's strength and that what really takes all of his strength, power and resources to do, we are able to endure and overcome anything that we face. I hope that you found something that resonated with you and was helpful to you in how you deal with the things that come up and also to also preserve and protect your mental health so that you are able to fully function and understand what you're feeling, why you're feeling, and how to make a difference to shift and change that perspective so that not only can you be there for yourself, but you can also be there for others. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. I would love to hear from you on any ahas or, you know, revelations that came to mind. And if you're needing a little bit more assistance and help in regards to being able to thrive in every area of your life, I would love to walk alongside you in the journey. Know that the best is yet to come and continue to soar and shine in everything that you do. This has been the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. Thank you so much for joining. I hope that what you heard today was helpful to you. If you have feedback on today's episode, feel free to message hello at audaciouslymade.com. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to join me again next time for another episode of education and empowerment to stand boldly in your life and business. Thanks for listening and continue to shine in everything you do.